Blog Talk Radio. Mr. Pop. The views and opinions of this show do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of this network and its affiliates. Your morning cup of sports starting a little late. We had some technical issues right there in the beginning, but we are live. Farmer is not with us in the studio, but it is your boy, B. Evans. I got Big T with us, and here in a minute, we're going to have a special guest calling in for a moment. He's on break right now. He's going to have to uh, call in and be very, very brief, but we're going to go ahead and lay it down on what we're talking about today. The biggest news right now is Kaepernick is the new face of Nike. And uh, so here. Yay. Hey, 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 hey! Calm down, sir. <laughs> we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, <laughs> Kaepernick is the new face of Nike. Now, there is a lot of issues with this. Okay, a lot of problems. I personally have a major problem with this. Now. Is it Kaepernick? No, it's not. It's not Kaepernick. It's not the fact that he's not in the NFL and he's not being and he's still being sponsored by, you know, one of the largest supporters. What it is, is what is the main message on the 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 brand right there with Kaepernick. Now we're gonna go ahead and get to our caller real quick because he is in the studio with us and uh, he don't have a lot of time. So let's go ahead and welcome Nick to the show. Nick, what's going on, man? What's going on, Bevs? What's going on, brother? How you doing? Thanks for having me. What's up, Nick? Just just doing our thing here, man. Uh, you already know what we're talking about: Kaepernick being the face of the NFL and uh, the spark that it's causing. So uh, I'm gonna let you have the floor, man. I know you don't have a lot of time. Thanks, brother. So this is how I think of it, right? Um, I think of it when it comes to the market. Period. Uh, the NFL, as we know, is a business. It's a private business. They can do as they please. If they want to punish people that are taking their knees, they can do that. And if the employees feel as though they want to go against the policy, you know, they can also do that as well. It's open to both parties to do whatever they feel like. We just know there's repercussions on both sides. I think what, the, what Nike is doing with this here is they're just reaching out to a demographic that they didn't really reach to before. Okay? Um, we have a, uh, you know, a few – we're talking it, – it's, it's no secret that the numbers have taken a hit for the NFL. There's no secret there, right? So now what they're doing is is everybody's buying the apparel. Anytime you buy a jersey, anytime you buy a hat, it's all going to Nike because Nike's making the apparel. So they already have the market of the 72% of people that are white that watch there. So now I think what they're trying to do is reach out to the demographic they were missing before to try and make up for a little bit of lost money. I think when it comes to Nike and the business aspect, I think it's genius. Now, whether or not I agree with the message is a whole other thing. Um, and it really depends on just, I guess, your perspective. So I don't really care about that as much. When I think of it as a pure marketing standpoint, 
I think it's a genius move. See, that's why I hate talking to you, man, because you make me see things from a different perspective <laughs> that I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're 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 hitting a market that they didn't hit before. They're reaching well, out to this market here, the Colin Kaepernick, the you know the ones that are saying like, okay, I'm fine with with Kaepernick or other players kneeling, right? Because the market has already been honed in to the majority of the people which happen to be white if you look at the numbers watching the NFL already. So it's been built around this brand of the demographic of, demographic of hitting the majority of the country. But now some of those numbers are falling. I mean, that's evident of last year's numbers, and I'm sure it's going to be evident in this year's numbers with the controversy of the anthem and everything like that. So I think what they're doing is they're hitting a demographic recently weren't able to hit. And I think that, I mean, for them, smart move. They, people say burnt, they're burning their knives. I've seen videos. People are burning their shoes. They're burning their jerseys. They're burning their clothing. It's not really going to make a big difference because the people who already bought, as soon as you buy a jersey, you're buying Nike. As soon as you buy a hat, you're buying Nike. You're buying New Era. It's all tied into the same thing. They have deals across the board. So it's not really hurting their business. If anything, I think they're reaching out to a demographic that they previously haven't hit as much. So I think they're only going to make more money from here on out. Right on, uh, Big T, man. You, you're uh, <laughs> we got we got Big T with us today, uh, Nick. We don't have Farmer today. He's out of the studio. He's dealing some. He's got some hey, stuff going, going on, on right now. What up? What up? What's going on, brother? But uh, Big That's T, what do you think, man? With what uh, Nick just said. Ah. I totally agree with him. It's the dem- demographic of, you know, you bringing in, uh, you know, it's a smart move. You know, I would, it's something I would do. So, you know, you got Catholic supporters and you got non-Catholic supporters and you will pay attention to everything he's doing. I think it's a smart move. I, yeah, and, I, and I, I have to agree with you there. Whether or not you agree with his message, it doesn't matter because you're yeah. the people who don't agree with his message, right? or the message that they're trying to purvey, or whether or not defective is, like I said, a whole other story. But the people who agree with his message are going to support Nike because they support them now. And the people who don't support his message are still buying the jerseys, the hats, and the shoes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, they're not going to see a huge drop. So if anything, I can only see their market being expanded and see them making more money instead of making less. Yeah, I totally agree with it. Yeah, and I'm and I'm not a I mean I'm not a business major by any means, but or anything like that. But just how I would see it is that you know anytime you buy that hat or that jersey, those shoes, you're you're going to be supporting Nike whether you wanted to or not, or whether you realize you're doing it or not. And I think a lot of people who are against the message may not realize that they're still supporting well, them regardless. I, I do think the one issue that a lot of people have is okay, so you know you know how the. Uh, the national anthem and taking the knee during the national anthem and, and farmer and I even have difference differencing opinions on this, but, uh, everybody's automatically, Oh my God, they're disrespecting the flag. They're disrespecting the country. They're disrespecting all veterans, you know, past, present and future by doing this. And that's not the case. And I, I know that I even see that. And so when you've got, you got this this stand that's going on where he's trying to he's trying to make a stand for for something that seriously needs to be addressed in this country, and the big the the issue that I have is the faith we've got here. Believe in something even if it means sacrificing everything. Now my thing is, what did he sacrifice besides for his NFL career, which he didn't really sacrifice. 
yeah, he, he quit, and they wouldn't hire him back, and now he's got this collusion uh, lawsuit going on, which I think is bullshit anyways because he's going to try and file this lawsuit saying that, oh, well, they won't give me a job, but you've had two NFL teams come out to you and say, hey, you want a job? You want to come out and throw this football? Just don't let you know, don't let no air out of it. Don't pull a Tom Brady, and we're good. <laughs> the the problem with that that I see is is that you know, and it's evident in media today, regardless of what political party or or how you lean or how you see things politically, the media is lying to you constantly all day long. So whether it's in the favor, whether you you know whether you support Fox News and CNN's lying to you, or whether you you support CNN and you think Fox News, everyone's lying to you. So you don't really know until the the specifics of what he is um, suing or filing the grievance about, I really can't believe it until I see it come out into the courts. You know what I'm saying? I can't, I don't know. Do I really know if two people came up to him? They say they reported that, you know, they, they asked him to come out or whatever, but then they didn't get the job. I really don't know. Is that the NFL trying to cover up the fact that they were trying to get this guy, not a, they were blackballing this guy, or did he actually really turn them down? We don't really know. We only know what hearsay is or what you read from whatever barstool sports or you're hitting, you know, dead spin. We don't really know for a fact what's going on. And it's tough for me to make a judgment call without finding out for a fact what happens because from what I've read is nothing's really that concrete. Yeah, and two of the teams that – one of the teams was Denver, and that was with a trade that he didn't agree with the money that he was going. And that was why would you like in John Elway, why would you want to talk about it now? Two, or two and a half, two, three years later. Then Baltimore Ravens turned him down. I think it was Baltimore that was going to bring him in, but he didn't want to flex from him being on, you know, on that team. And, it, you know, he was threatened. I think the owner said uh, he was, you know, threatened by the feedback he was going to get from it, so he decided not to go with it. Yeah, and and you know to add to that point, I don't like I said, you know, who knows if that's a hundred percent what happened? I I yeah. don't know. The only way we'll be able to find out a hundred percent is in the disposition of the grievance. You know, if they're a private company, um, they can do as they please, um, even if you don't really like it. But the fact that you have the 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 National Football League's Players Association involved is the only reason why this is making it a grievance. Because I don't think any other way, if it was a private company. I don't think it would go any any further than him complaining. But, you know, we'll, only time can tell in that situation. I think Nike's still going to make a buttload of money. Listen, I'm still buying my Eagles jersey, Super Bowl 52 champions, baby. we got a game on Thursday. So. The only one you'll ever it is, have. It is. The only one you'll ever have. <laughs> that's what you think. Hey, that's what you think. So, listen, I know you guys are 49ers fans. you got Redskins fans. You know, when the 49ers are doing better, I mean, I guess you guys can come and talk to us because as of now, until Super Bowl day, we are champions, and it's to be seen whether we're champions again. But uh, listen, guys, fellas, I, I appreciate the time. Make sure you check us out. Uh, you check me out on Facebook. You can go to Major League Liberty. Type that in there. Or go to MajorLeagueLiberty.com. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, all that jazz. I appreciate the time, guys. Thank you. Hey, have a good one, Bob. Thanks. Man, that dude, man, Nick is the shit. Definitely got to check him out. This guy knows exactly what he's talking about. He's very well educated. He is smart, and uh, the way he words it, he makes it to where he he dumbs it down so we can all understand what he's saying. Ain't that right, Big T? That's right, because <laughs> I understand everything. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Some of these people, you know, they the way they talk, you know, about a lot of the issues now and everything, 
he he likes to actually break it down into a simplified form. And and honestly, I think that comes from years of talking to just stupid people. And then the way he just breaks it down, it just makes it. And, and honestly, I mean, you think about it, that that's really how it's got to be. I'm going to have to ask him about that one day. But it's always good hearing from him. I haven't talked to him in a while, and I hit him up and said, hey, do you want to get in on this? And, you know, a lot of people aren't looking at it from that aspect of it. It's, you know, I'm going to be honest, I didn't look at it either. I didn't look at it from the business yeah. standpoint. I looked at it from, wow, this is pissing me off. You know, this should be a veteran on the on the face of this. But, I mean, it does make perfect sense that it is, um, you know, it, it does make perfect sense that it, it's all about business. And it really is. They are a business, and it's all about making money and reaching a new demographic. But uh, with that well, being said, I, we got to – go ahead. I got a question about that. Now, can anybody tell me why uh, that – you know, when it came out, what what he done, you know, taking the knee and stuff, and the reason why wouldn't why are we talking about keep talking about the knee, but not the reason? Well, there you go, and maybe our next uh, caller can answer that for you. I gotta bring him on. We ain't talked to him in forever. He ain't been here on the sports show. We've missed him so much. What is going on, Trucker JJ? Good morning, y'all. What's up, Trucker JJ? Good morning, y'all. You all there? Yes, we are. We all here. All right. Mr. Big T, how you doing? I did check out your show uh, before last, and I completely agree with your assessment about um, uh, the Panthers quarterback. I can see his goofy face now being a loud <laughs> But, hey, guess what? Uh, we could always uh, – he might have some competition. As it turns out, the Pittsburgh Steelers did, did part way with Mr. Landry, and he's supposed to have all these leadership qualities, which is good hey. because his decision-making in playoff games kind of sucks. But so, bringing, up, bringing up the Pittsburgh Steelers there, we, we're going to have to – I'm going to have to ask you a question there coming up here in a minute, J.J., but uh, let's get your uh, take on the Colin Kaepernick being the new face on Nike right there with the new ad they've got out. Well, okay. I it's gonna be interesting. Did you check out recently that out in California, where they have a liberal capital of the world, I think, but maybe not, they decided to do a boycott. The Democrats did of of In and Out Burger, and because yep. they weren't paying attention when Chick Fil A done it a couple when they done it to Chick Fil A a couple years ago. And guess who now has the best the best one day sales record? Now, with that being said, is that, like, what are these people thinking? And I agree with the team, because I, I was on hold when I heard you that Kaepernick doing his kneeling. Nobody's saying why. And the other saying is inequality, being persecuted. And to a point, I can say they have a, a point in a way. But I also think that Nike's going to suffer, suffer some backlash. Now, because at the next, um, because most of the uh, Nikes that are bought who have a job, okay, who like, who love our country, guess what? They're not going to put, you know, I, I know I'm not buying any Nikes for a while. Of course, I hadn't bought any in a while anyway, but you know, what's going to buy any? I uh, forget what they've done a while back. Oh, uh, uh, they done something a couple years ago that kind of made me go away from them a little bit. I just don't remember what it was. So it must not have been that important, but it seemed to be important at the time. And I agree that 
nobody's talking about why these people are taking a knee. Because why? We don't really care if you're going to do it during the National Anthem. Now, if you want to be a social justice warrior, do it on your own time, first of all. Second of all, you know, show that you're doing it. And that way you could, because these guys all have celebrity status is the biggest argument I've got. And you don't need to be kneeling for the National Anthem. Now, you want to bring attention to the cause that you're working on? Fine. Then let people know about the cause you're working on. Because they all give interviews. Like you can wear a T-shirt, support, whatever it is. I I refer you to to T.J. Watt. He started that thing for the uh, Hurricane Harvey. And the last I heard, it's about the biggest fundraiser ever. So you see where I'm going with this. Mr. T, do you agree with yeah, me? I'm, I'm listening. I'm going to say yeah. that one because that, because that rhymes. You know, hey, Big T, do you remember, <laughs> agree with me? <laughs> I, I, can, I can't agree with that. And, uh, so you saying that you feel like the celebrity status and you think they're just doing it just because, you know, they just want to get their face on TV and things like that, and they really not talking. A lot of people, a lot of them not talking why the cause of they're doing it, right? Because you, you had mentioned that earlier. It's like, okay, the cause isn't coming up because you're pissing people off with messing with the national anthem and the flag. Okay? So when you piss people off, no matter how good your cause is, nobody's going to pay attention to it. But if you tell people in, in your interview, wear your T-shirt, start you a group. I mean, what do we have week three last week? About probably 10% of the NFL players either doing something. And my Steelers playing Hogan's Heroes and hiding in the tunnel, except for <laughs> Valen Nuevo. We yeah. had to get out there because he was in a different situation because he is with, is in a bunch of veteran groups doing things, bringing causes of the of veterans out front. See, because he's doing stuff off the field. That is my argument. I don't, and I've heard Kaepernick has given some bunch of money to a couple groups, but I don't hear him out working. Right now, well, he... No, he he actually has been out working. He has been out working. Yeah, he, I, he I, just I, don't, okay. he don't like doing press conferences. He don't like talking. He's one of the only ones. Now, I, Colin Kaepernick is one of the very few that has actually gotten out and done work for his cause. He's gotten out and he's dealt with. He's worked with the boys and girls club, the boys and girls clubs of America. He's worked with a lot of homeless shelters. He's worked with a lot of. Um, a lot of cities on how they can do things to make things better. He's talked to a lot of people. He's not big on press conferences. He's, he does, he's not all about being in front of the camera, but he wants to be yeah. a part of something big. He wants to make change for the better for people. And I, I won't say just for black people. I will say for people because when yeah. it all comes down to it, and you know, we talked about this on a new show right here on Radio AFS last night, Political Nation. Yes. There is police brutality. Yes, there's a lot of social and uh, racial injustice and everything like that. But when it comes down to it, it is people. Because when it makes things better, and you stop get, when we stop the police brutality and we stop treating one one set of people differently, it works better for everybody. So he's been out there doing a lot of work. He just don't want to be on the camera. He don't need to be public about it and everything because he's doing his own thing. He found a way to make a sta- to to take a stand by taking a knee. Now he did sit down. He sat, but when an, when a military veteran went up to him and said, "Hey, t- 
take a knee. It's more respectful. Okay, that's when he goes, okay, yeah, I'll do that because I don't want to be disrespectful. I just I, I want people to know that I've got something that needs to be dealt with. You know, we, we've got an issue here. So trying to make things better, he has done a lot for his community, and he's done a lot for other communities around the nation. He just don't get publicized about it because he don't he don't need to be on the camera and need to be, you know, he, he don't need to be he don't want to become famous because of this. He just wants to make a change. And I and I agree with it because and I got my all right and I, I agree Trooper JJ I agree with you, um, but as uh, guys in the NFL need to talk about what they're doing. Michael Jenkins is talking about what he's doing. Colin Kaepernick, you know what he's doing, and I, I agree with you on that because I didn't look at it in that way because you, you probably is trying to get celebrity status and stuff like that. So I feel like I, I agree with what they're doing, but show the reason why you're doing it, and I can agree with that. Right. I mean, you look at Colin Kaepernick. I mean, it, I, I know it's nothing great, but this guy's not all about needing the money and this and that. He look, man, look, just something simple. He went and donated his entire shoe collection. Collection. He had millions of dollars in shoes, and went and donated them to kids that needed them. You know, he went to yeah. boys and he donated a bunch to the boys and girls clubs. He donated them to a bunch of homeless shelters, clothes and everything. He's donated a bunch of stuff to try and help. You know, a lot of people out, specifically the black community which is what he's, he's, he's trying to fight towards bettering. But he's donated to so many men, women, and children around the nation. It's ridiculous that this guy's getting a bad rep. Now, do I agree with Nike? No, I don't. And here's why I don't agree with them. Business slogan, yes, Nick made a perfect point. And it is all about business. But my disagreement is the way they went about it. Okay, when you've got a picture of Colin Kaepernick, and it says, believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. What did this guy sacrifice? He sacrificed an NFL career. That's it. He sacrificed making millions. Okay, what about Pat Tillman? Okay, Pat Tillman was an NFL player, joined the military because he felt like he had a higher calling, and he dies. Now, granted, yes, okay, for those of you who are listening, Make sure if you guys want to call in, that number you can do so is 646-668-8467. And the reason I mention that is because, yes, he died by friendly fire. But it's the fact that he's still a hero for giving up a football career, giving up millions to go join the military and try to serve his country because that's what he felt like he needed to do. Gotcha. However, as far as Kaepernick giving up his NFL career, I disagree on two points. One, he opted out of last year's contract. Two, his last year with the Niners, he pretty much had lousy stats and pretty much sucked. But he did, he opted out, but he did give it up. He opted out, which, ergo, he yeah. gave up. Uh, I, I disagree with your assessment. Now, the thing is, you know, because he became such a hot topic, nobody's real interested in signing him. And the people that were got a backlash from their fans. I refer you to Baltimore Ravens. Um, mm-hmm. So the Ravens people were calling in, writing in, and emailing in and saying, no, I don't think so. 
and they got booed in their own stadium week four last year when the Steelers came to town, that it was really kind of funny <laughs> for the first time in my life that I've ever seen Raven fans boo the Ravens is when they were dropping their knee. Okay. I totally disagree with what they're doing. I mean, okay, when last year when what Jerry Jones and the Cowboys done, I can't believe I'm actually agreeing with Jerry Jones with anything, but recently it's been a streak, is that, okay, they stood for the National Anthem, then they dropped and done a knee, and then stood back up. Now that I can I can deal with. I think that's okay because that's just the way I look at it, and I think that's the way a lot of Americans will look at it. I'm pretty sure that's the way Donald Trump looks at it, which got week three going last year. <laughs> you know, but... You know, everybody has to make up their own mind if you think if they are going to stand with Colin Kaepernick, Nike sales will go up. Personally, I'm thinking a big backlash. I could be wrong, but I'm thinking Chick-fil-A, In-N-Out Burger, and anybody else, whenever the liberal goofballs want to do something stupid, and yes, I'm calling Kaepernick a liberal goofball on this because I call anybody that disrespects America or Americana which in this case is the flag and the national anthem. I call him a liberal goofball. Okay. Now, I'm glad to know that he is doing Last I heard, all he did was give out some money for some causes, which is good. And I, and it's nice to know that he's not a toot-your-own-horn type of guy. But for a while, I think when people hear, hear his name, first thing they think of, is somebody disrespecting the flag? What is your assessment of my big tirade? <laughs> okay, uh, can I? I think why and my my assessment is this: Why can't? I, and I and I haven't heard nobody say this. Why can't you just get two people, get somebody to just come to a table and talk about what happened, what's going on? And that's right. I think that's the problem. We don't have we don't I like you said you don't agree with them taking a knee, and in in some cases I do, but at the same time why can't nobody come to the table and talk about what? Hey, this a problem. That's a problem. Like we talked about last night. Yes, it's black uh, police brutality, and it's also white. I saw a Mexican uh, get beat up on Facebook one day. I saw a white guy got beat up on Facebook one day. But why can't nobody come to the table and talk about no problems with Kaepernick? Uh, you bring somebody else in that got a problem. You got somebody else in that got a problem. The reason why I said not you can't bring Donald Trump in is because he don't know how to talk to people, and he can't understand nobody's problem. He just want he want to be the king and he want to be the boss of everything. You can't listen to nobody like that. You got to have somebody who wants to listen to. You. And want to talk. I can agree with somebody's assessment because I like if you got an opinion and you make a good point, like you did right then, I can listen to you understand. If I got an opinion, I got a good point, you can listen to me understand, and we can come to a common ground somewhere in there. So why that's the point about this NFL? I and, and, you, and you might be right. It's too many celebrity pretty boys that just want to be on TV. So. Mm-hmm. Kaepernick not Kaepernick is not doing that. Michael Jenkins not doing that. Why? I think it's just some. That's the point about we're not talking, and I think people just coming at each other too much and not listening to nobody. 
And I think it would be a better understanding if somebody would listen to somebody and come to an agreement, like the National Anthem kneeling. Uh, the NFL just took it upon themselves and said, hey, we could just do it this way instead of talking to any of the players. So I think you should, before that happened, you should have had a meeting with the players and see can we come to a common ground and say, hey, like I, I like how the Detroit Lions uh, owner did everything. She came, she called them to a meeting, and she said she told them what was going on. They losing sales, um, they losing this, they losing that. I will, I will do anything that y'all need me to do to help with y'all calls. If y'all start kneeling, and anything I'm gonna do regardless to help with y'all calls because she, she, she tried to, she tried to help and help her problem at the same time. So that's what I'm saying. Why can't people can just sit down and do that? And we, I think it will look a lot better than what we're going through right now. Totally agree. Actually, what I'm thinking would be a great deal is for a lot of the folks that are doing the kneeling is to get together and then as a group have a little chat with the NFL PA and Mr. Anti-NFL, that's what I call their NFL commissioner nowadays. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, don't get me started on that son of a bitch. But anyway, <laughs> and definitely I agree that, you know, everybody's view needs to be heard. Because if you can't hear both sides of the argument, then you do not have a constitutional republic. You do not have freedom. You have, you know a Nazi dictatorship or an Antifa dictatorship or a George Soros-funded dictatorship or whatever you want to call it. But the thing is, I, and, I, and, I, and I think that's probably a great idea, it's just to, as a group, everybody wants to get into it from whatever team, petition him and, petition and bring the NFLPA with you and say this is our grievance and, and it's, obviously it's not against the NFL, their grievance isn't against the NFL or the fans, but it's against various things that happen that should not be happening in the United States yeah. of America, and I agree. Yeah. Hey, how about that? We've got this thing all solved, and it only took us, what, 20 minutes? Damn, we're good. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, we're going to go ahead and move on real quick. Um, I got a – I'm wondering, trucker, Le'Veon Bell – not reporting again, you know, and then, I mean, dude, what is up with this guy? I don't care how much you make. I don't care how good you think you are. You keep missing practice. I mean, this is an issue. Oh, yeah. You know, we he, saw what the, happened uh, uh, his first couple of weeks back last year. He was, you know, average NFL player until he got into his groove, and you got to get banged around a little bit to get into your groove. I mean, well, yes, this is a tough game. Yes, like last year, I kind of support him a little bit because, well, in all but one of his uh, seasons with the Steelers, he was injured the latter part of the year. Okay, so I can understand if you can, you know, get out of training camp, but you better be training. And you all evidence supported that he was doing a lot of training before he actually signed his tenure last year. Because if not, you'd have seen hamstrings, muscle pulls, all that other crazy things that drive me nuts nearly part yeah, of the but year last preseason. Year, yeah, but last year, but, I mean, he's sitting there 
also sitting there saying, well, I'm worth more money. I'm worth more money. If I don't get it, I don't, you know, I'm not playing. You know, he threw a little toddler tantrum. You know, I mean, last year, Labor Day, season opener against Cleveland, and he runs 10, he has 10 rushes for 32 combined yards, for 32 total yards. That tells me right there, your ass should have been in training camp, bro. You should have been training with the team. You should have been practicing. But he ain't doing – he's just, he's just – he don't care. He does whatever he wants because they're still going to sign his ass. He's got franchise tags, second year in a row. This is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yep, this will yeah. probably be the last year for that, and I'm pretty sure he'll probably be going on or get his shit straight. But um, because with we've got – you know, with Connor up and coming, he has yet Connor to looked to fucking be, bad. Yeah. He's, I mean, you got to figure, Connor took on college, or uh, cancer while he was in college and won. Okay, so this guy's a fighter. Now, and then we've got a couple other, we got some really good beach running backs. And, but, so I, he's not going to be as needed, but let's face it, right now, until somebody shows me, somebody else, and the NFL shows me something else, Bell is the best because he can both run and catch. Okay. Now, is he worth all the money? You can make the argument if you're basically the best in the NFL. Now, his stats don't always show that. But I don't I have – there are good running backs that can catch. But I don't no, but the ones that are – the ones that are actually better – the ones that are just as good, if not better than him, that don't get the publicity, that don't get the looks – are actually still showing up to training camp. They're actually still showing up with their team to support the team and to help out and back up and practice because practice is key, okay? And these guys, I mean, I'm sorry. I've seen some of these hits. I've played football. I would not want to get – I got rocked when I was in football. I would not want to get rocked by some big-ass dude come running at me full speed, okay? (laughs) But this guy, I mean, that's that's what practice is for is to keep your body – conditioned and prepared for that you know and he just thinks okay well i'm you know what he's turning into he's turning he's he gonna end up being i'm waiting to see it in like two years from now we're gonna see Le'Veon bell looking like old cheeseburger lacy we're gonna look he's gonna be looking like eddie lacy all fat and slobby talking about <laughs> he's gonna have to have two jerseys one to fit around the shoulders one to fit around the belly <laughs> i doubt it the only thing but, the reason I doubt that, I, even though I agree with all your points, but because uh, see, Leon Bell, he, Leon Bell, he is going to stay in good shape because the thing is, all right, figuring that this is going to be his last year with the Steelers, one way or the other, he's going to need to have a, a very good season to justify the amount of money he thinks he's worth. Absolutely. So, if he does like a, if he comes in and say, you know, game or two in, and he has a muscle uh, tear or a hamstring injury, that tells me right there he wasn't properly prepared any before showing up. And like Kirby said earlier, it just drives me nuts because professional athlete, your job is to be an athlete, which means your job is not what most Americans do and sit on the couch and watch things. You got to get up and keep your body ready. Now, right. That's and so we'll see, but I'd say it's probably his last year with the Steelers. And even though 
right now. I do believe he is the best in the NFL. However, it's, you know, I don't see him being with the Steelers in the 2019 season. Could be wrong, but I doubt it. Now, uh, I got so a question. Go ahead. I got a question about that real quick. Now, why would you not pay him his money that all the great number? He's one of the best running backs in the last couple of years that uh, in the NFL, he, and you get guys that, Really not doing nothing, getting paid buku of money. Uh, I I wouldn't see why he would not pay him. He's one. He's the face of the Steelers. Big Ben about gone. He about done. You got Antonio Brown. Why would you not try to keep that core together? And he you saw what he did last year when you franchise tag him and then you franchise tag him again. It's just like the Kirk Cousins situation. You know, it's the exact same thing to me. Uh, so, are is Pittsburgh trying to push him out the door? To what I'm asking, and send him somewhere else? Why not trade? That's a good question. I haven't quite figured that out. I mean, they're both saying they want a long-term deal, and I don't know if it's strictly money because they're keeping him apart. Because at this stage of his career, he's kind of at that getting the fixed taper off and go down, and that's because of the amount of time he's been in the league which is probably why they're not wanting to pay him a, hard, a whole lot of money. Now, I don't mm-hmm. know if that's all of it or the Steelers organization is butthurt. I, you know, wouldn't surprise me. They've made some really stupid decisions in the past and probably will make now, stupid ones in the future. Now, gentlemen, but, gentlemen, <laughs> we, we have an, gentlemen, we have another caller on the line. And see, Farmer misses all the days when we get all the callers. You notice that, Big T? Yeah, I I but uh, <laughs> we do have another caller on the line, so let's go ahead and bring them on real quick, see what they got to go uh, to say, and because uh, this might be related to Kaepernick, it might be related to Pittsburgh, because that's about the only two things we've talked about. So uh, let's go ahead and bring them on live. What's going on? You're live with your morning cup of sports. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. The only thing I can say about Pittsburgh anymore is the reason Le'Veon walks all over him is because Rooney Sr. is gone now, and Rooney Jr. is a crap. If Sr. was still around, they wouldn't be pulling this crap. They'd do it his way or hit the highway. <laughs> Ain't nobody like the Chief. How you doing, brother? <laughs> Pretty good. I've been a Steelers fan up till a couple of years ago since 67. And nobody pulled crap on Senior. Senior told them how to do it, and that was it. They didn't like it. They could go somewhere else. So would, uh, you, yeah. would you agree that uh, Le'Veon Bell need to be signed or he need to be going somewhere else? Well, I just – I'm tired of – well, he's been in and out of trouble, this and that. And like uh, the other person, J.J., was saying, uh, I think this is going to be his last year either way. So if if they do if they do keep him, I don't think he's gonna be there after this year. And uh, and, and even though I uh, he uh, I followed him right out of college and seen him retire his jersey and everything uh, in college, I think Ben's not gonna be there too much longer either. Oh, I agree. Totally agree. I think Ben got one more year. 
depends on how yeah, big Joe and if he's injury ridden or not. If he doesn't have any major yeah. injuries and with our offensive line the way that they're playing, you know, I, I I see him being all out for a couple more years, which would probably work out well for us. Give Dobbs a couple more years, and give our our new guy from Oklahoma a couple more years, and this could be since we got rid of the other guy from Oklahoma. <laughs> Well, that's like that's like a couple years ago when they should have got somebody either out of college or coming up to to train to take his spot or you know fill in when they needed it. They wasted all that money, and I know a lot of people are going to get mad at me when I say this, but they wasted all that money on Vic, which Vic had been in the league for all those years. And I think they should have got somebody new to come in to train so they could have him in the spot to take over when, you know, Ben did leave or got hurt or whatever. They needed somebody to come up that was going to fill the spot and stay there instead of just giving him a one-year – instead of giving him a one-year contract just, you know, for whatever. Well, I I agree with you on that. I really agree with you on that. I think you need everybody. He's getting older. And you, uh, you should bring somebody back, like they did with Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Get somebody ready, yeah, to take this. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. But, uh, All right, gentlemen. We got to jump from football. I got a question for you. It's been on the page for a few days now, and uh, we were supposed to have a show yesterday and talk about this. We did not do that because you know Farmer and I have a very big problem with getting up on Monday morning. And dragging our asses out of bed. So we didn't have a show yesterday. But uh, what what else is new? We never have a show on Monday. Um, we posted it on the page September 1st. We've got, man, 12 players right here on the screen. Best player in the NBA to never win a ring. Now, we had a few comments on the post. I'm going to go ahead and name off the players for you, and then I'm going to ask you guys, each one, who do you think the best player ever to never win a ring out of these 12 players are? We'll go through the comments, and we'll discuss it here. But we've got Allen Iverson, Steve Nash, Tracy McGrady, Charles Barkley, Carl Malone, John Stockton, Vince Carter, Patrick Ewing, Dominique Wilkins, Grant Hill, Dikembe Mutombo, and Reggie Miller. So, uh, Big T, I'm a, I'm a let, you, I'm gonna go ahead and let you our callers a, do this. First. You had a few on there that you were missing. You should have. I think you should have Spud Webb in there somewhere. <laughs> a little Spud. I don't care how big he was. Spud, Spud yeah. would nail you. And I don't yeah. remember if he won a championship if he was still there or not. But if he uh, did, I can't remember if Tree Rollins got one with, for Atlanta. But Rollins was bad. He was a he was a nice big size guy and he was tough. Yeah. Now my 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 you might you might be surprised is Reggie Miller. Yeah, I think Reggie deserved one. But see, the only thing, and I'm I'm in Indiana and I'm a Pacers fan, but the only thing that got me upset was Miller. Is one minute or one game, he would be hitting 500 shots, and then the next one he'd be like he was asleep out on the court. He, he, he'd be really good, and then he'd go back and forth. Yeah. If he could have been in between all the time, he would have been great. 
Now, the one thing we can we can honestly say about the 12 players here is they all played in the league that wasn't about fouls and it wasn't about flops and it wasn't about super teams that were in, intentionally built. It was about a competition. Every team, every player on this team, with the exception, okay, with the or on this list, with the exception of Stockton and Malone, until the late years when Stockton. Retired and Malone went to Los Angeles. Every single player played on a different team. Now, looking at that, you can also sit here and say that every single team back in the day, with the exception of one or two throughout the years, they all had a fighting chance. Okay, every team had a chance. Now, nowadays it's all about four to six teams, and it's who's going to be in the championship this year. And you already know it's already broke down to two. But we've got. 12 players here that are potentially who is the greatest to never win a ring. Because you break it down, you've got, okay, Allen Iverson is a beast. Okay, this dude was a monster on the court. One of the smallest guys out there and just, he dominated. I mean, now granted, he had his issues off the court and was not liked by a lot of people. But on the court... He was he was everybody's favorite to watch, you know. But you've got Steve Nash, Tracy McGrady, John Stockton. I mean, those guys right there. I mean, just the top four is arguable. Like who? Just the top four of Iverson, Nash, McGrady, and Barkley is an argument that could go on for days. And then we've got twelve people here. Yeah, the only thing that. Dad, I think Hurt Barkley was, even though he had the size and he could move, was sometimes his reaction time was off and he, uh, his speed, you know, sometimes hurt him. But I think that's about the only thing with him. He just, uh, he did, you know, if he would have had a little more speed and had a where where his reaction time was a little better, he'd been okay. Well, that's the same thing with Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing wasn't the fastest, but they were strong, dominant men down low. Well, yeah, Patrick was pretty wild. I used to like him when he played college at Georgetown. All right, so, Big T, who you got, man? You got 12 players here. I say Ridge. I got Ridge. You know. I, I said Reggie Miller because you know I yeah. you know you know my heart now everybody know my heart is my heart is my man is LeBron <laughs> baby Brian Brown would never oh baby Brian Brown <laughs> <laughs> baby Brian Brown no man Vince, Vince Carter's a good argument though Vince Carter's a huge look what he did with Toronto he did so yeah. much with Toronto and. You know, I think he's oh hell, isn't he? He's still playing, ain't he? Yeah, man, this is last year. He's gonna play the one yeah, year with Yeah, Vince Carter's uh, still playing. Grant Hill just retired not too long ago. You know, it's the two longest careers in the in this list, definitely. You know, not be in the Hall of Fame. Got, do what? He should not be in the Hall of Fame. <clears throat> Excuse me, I was, I, I was coughing. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> All right, so. JJ, are you still with us? I'm with you. 
thing is, okay. I mean, half those people I didn't even know. Basketball is not Okay. And so if you don't, I mean, you'll notice I popped on there on your list, Julius Irving, because as great as Michael Jordan it oh, was, yeah, see, but I still say. Ryan, I, go ahead, Ryan never liked Irving, though. I do not like Julius Dr. J, dude. Say what? I was messing. I was messing. I think with he's Brian. talking about. I, I think he's talking about me. Doc, Julius <laughs> Irving. Julius Irving was the reason why I played basketball. Okay, that guy was amazing, and he was man. Growing up, I used. I, I remember watching him play. You know, and, and it's cool because I can go back now and watch, you know, clips and videos of, of games that I didn't see, you know, back in his younger days. But it was great. I never got to see the guy play live, but he was the reason why I wanted to play basketball. Uh, you might want to take, take that back. Uh, you did see him play live one time when we went to Indy, and he, he the Sixers played the – Pacers in one of his last games. Oh, that's right. That's right. We did go to the Pacers game. We did go to the Pacers game. So, yes, we did We did see him live play once. But outside of that, like I said, he was the reason why I played basketball. Now, we have on here, we had a couple people comment on the post. And, of course, Big T, somebody siding with you said Reggie Miller. Um, the Now... <laughs> We actually had somebody on here comment, Stockton and Malone, said you can't say one without the other. I have to disagree with that because, well, Stockton retired before Malone, and then Malone left and went to the Los Angeles Lakers to try and win a ring. Funny thing is, is that still didn't happen. So can you actually keep them as a duo, or do you have to mention them separately? You have to keep them as a duo. Because of so many years they've been together, um, and how many guys on that list that Jordan had made fail? The greatest of all time. So, and exactly, and reason, and then the league. I was and the year with the Lakers. I know you people would still count this, but. If people forget he didn't he didn't play in three of those games in the finals. He he got hurt and that was really Doesn't matter, he was still on the team. His career. He was still, yeah, on, he was still team. on the team. He still but left that the really was still, it, that really was still yeah, his career. But being on a team and actually doing something with a team are two different things. Yeah. But they still get credit if they don't saw. But they, they they get they get the credit if they win. So should they not get credit if they lose? Should they well, should they still be affiliated with it if they lose? They still get credit for being on the team, but how can you not look at Stockton and Malone together? And I think his points went down and everything going to the Lakers. He want the same call Malone. Yeah, he once he once he left Utah, he was never the same one that he was there. He yeah. he wasn't even close. Because cause when when he was a Utah man, he was a he was just tough. He was the mailman, but leaving, yep. he was not. 
Yeah, I used to love watching Utah play. Yeah. That's like all the old rivalries you had, like, back in the day. That's like every time the playoffs came when Boston and L.A. would play each other, that was one of the best rivalries there was. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, there's another one that's not on this. There's another one not on the list here that I think deserves some recognition, and Elgin Baylor. Yeah. Elgin Baylor, you know, True. playing never got a ring, so we uh, we need to. There, there are other players. I mean, we've we've got what a good twenty, thirty players that are some of the greatest that never got a ring. I mean, kind of shitty. You played with the Lakers during the '60s. And retire, turn around and retire in the set in in early seventies, and you still never got a ring. I mean, if you think he taught he, <laughs> if you think it sucks, it's shitty. He retired in like the seventy one season. It was like seventy one, seventy three, something like yeah. It was like seventy seventy one, something like that, and. Right after he retires, the Lakers go and win a ring. So, <laughs> you know you're kicking yourself in the dick for that one. Well, that's that's like also you have you have these players that were some of the best players in college, but then when they got to the to the NBA, they <clears throat> couldn't cut it. Like uh, Steve Alfred, uh, Chris Mullins. Mullins was great in college, but he got the NBA, and he was, you know, not that hot. And, you, you know, that's that's like all these people say. And they that's why I have a problem with all the money that these, these players make and stuff. They take them out of college, and they've never stepped on an NBA court, but they're, well, we'll give them so many million. And to me – if you're going to get that money, you got you ought to have to prove you can do it before you get it. I mean, well, they also, ought to say, well, they will they say, well, you'll get the bonus if you can play if you can play and prove it to us. If not, then, you know, they just they sign these players for ridiculous amounts anymore and some of them can't do it. Well, it's true. Have you, it's very true. Have you ever? I got a question. What up, what up Big T? Now, you might get a chance, but hey, this Big T, why not? Why not go in all the way? Man, don't go where I think you're going to go because I was going to go there. I'm going there. How many Duke players that you think deserve a ring that don't have one? I got Man. <laughs> we go, okay, I'll tell you what We're going to save that one for your show Okay, so we got to get these gentlemen To uh, tune into your show And we'll definitely have to uh, we'll, we'll definitely have to discuss this Because uh, I got me a few Duke fans I'm going to have call in with me And uh, we're going to have to oh, start a do. riot We're going to start a riot please On do. the show So, But I got a question I got a question for for Our two callers Big T you're not allowed to speak. I'm going to ask this question. You're not allowed to talk. All right, gentlemen. So, Big T and I have a bet, okay? <laughs> oh, hell. 
<laughs> now, are you two, are, Trucker, are you familiar with our band? Oh, absolutely. I okay. Now, going on. All right. Now, our other caller, are you familiar with our bet? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Now, I need a very, and I, I can't emphasize this word enough, very unbiased opinion. Who is going to win this bet? Who is going to lose this bet? Who is going to be the lucky son of a bitch sitting on a table, getting that ass tattooed here in a few months? Unbiased. No, no, no. Unbiased. Unbiased. I want you all to understand that. Unbiased opinion. (laughs) As far as I go, and I know you guys may frown on this, but I haven't watched the game in the last three years because of all the stupidity. So I may not be a good person to ask. I I've uh, turned off the NFL. So uh, until they get their their butt straightened out and get rid of Roger Goodell, I may not be a good person to ask about that. Okay, so let me Goodell, ask you this then: How Roger's would you? How would you? Let me ask you this then: How would you like to see Big T getting his ass tattooed? With a San Francisco 49er emblem on his ass cheek at the end of this season. Well, Live frankly, I don't, want to look at, I don't want to look at another man's ass, so. No, you ain't, you ain't got to look at his ass. <laughs> and we got to keep it PG because, you know, it is going to be live on Facebook, but uh, right on the sports page. But uh, outside of that, we've got a bet going on, me and Big T. Loser has to get their uh, ass tattooed with the winning team's emblem, and it's uh, going to be awesome to see Big T have to endure that. But, uh, J.J., what about you, brother? Unbiasedly. Well, I got some news for you. Like the like Motley Crue labeled a, an album. Congratulations, Brian. I think you're going to be getting yourself a new tattoo. <laughs> oh, you're crazy. <laughs> I guess, I guess if you have to get a tattoo, you could put Kaepernick's face back there. That way you could be, when you shit, you could think of him. <laughs> you could do that, I suppose. <laughs> just, just, just throwing that out there. <laughs> well, well, Big T, you heard it here on your morning cup of sports. Our two callers don't know what they're talking about. Because Big T's getting that ass tattooed. Well, guys, okay. I got to take off here because I got some youngins in the house that are being loud, but I will uh, oh, talk right. to you all we later. We can hear him. We can hear him. Get motion nuggets <laughs> from Crazy Uncle JJ. <laughs> <laughs> but you all have a good one. You too, right, brother. You See Bye-bye. I'll uh, all right, post gentlemen. that video to the uh, – special to the uh, to the webpage because I think you'll get a kick out of it. And if nothing else, can, you can have it playing in the background when who, however the bet turns out. But yeah, I, so, I, I'm going to got to go with skins on this one. <laughs> that's, that's right. So, uh, <laughs> all right, gentlemen, I, I want to, we, we posted this on our sports page um, a couple days ago. The Hillsburg High Greyhounds. Um, 
It's like you can't even like I I could read this word for word and it still don't even sound right just coming out. But this is this is sad. Um, they had an zero and two start to their football season, and with a combined score was outscored one hundred and two to zero. So the players wow. have voted to disband the varsity football team for the season. Um, <laughs> so wow. they let their the the coach and the team, the school let the uh let the players take a vote Friday and ultimately decided that losing forty one and zero and then losing sixty one and zero was a road they didn't want to continue down for the rest of the year. That choice was made by six players who left the team after the second game, giving the Greyhounds barely a serviceable team. The vote came back seven to four to hang it up for the year. Now, I've got a few problems with this. Okay? I've got a few problems with this. And Big T, JJ, I'm sure you guys know where I'm going with this. Um, it's a bunch of bullshit. Okay? Uh I'm, I'm going to do it. Okay, hold on. Big T, should I do it? You should, should do I push it. the button? I'm going to do it. All right, you ready button. for this, JJ? Let's do it. I have the balls to say things that nobody else has the balls to say. Heldsburg High Greyhounds need to grow the fuck up, okay? Who gives a <laughs> shit if you lost two games with a combined score of 102 to 0. Yeah, that sucks, which ultimately means that y'all can't play for shit. But the fact is, where is the discipline? Where is the co- the team camaraderie? Where is the education of the sport and moral and, and just regular basic human values and principles that are instilled and taught into sports that aren't there that we are lacking nowadays. Okay, who gives a shit if you lost the fact is, is you lost. Okay, you take that, you go back, you watch the tapes, you practice, and you perform and do the best that you can do. Who gives a shit if you lost, but at least you didn't give up the whole damn season because you can't handle it. This is the problem with the generation nowadays. Everything has to be handed to them, and they don't want to work for nothing. You guys lost 102 to nothing in two damn games. Okay, 102 to nothing in two games. 41-0 and on your first game. 61 and 0 on your second game. And then you got half the people on your team walked out after the second half after the second game giving you guys up and just saying forget it, I don't want to do this no more. And then you guys barely had a team to go on, so you guys vote to to forfeit the rest of the season. You bunch of pansy asses. This is bullshit and this is not what we do to teach our kids and to, to, to they're supposed to be the next generation. All you right. guys are supposed to raise these guys to learn to fight for what they, they – they need to work for what they want, plain and simple. I'm done. This shit's got me stuttering over here. I, I can tell. <laughs> uh, big key, a little background information. When we get together for Steeler games, there's a friend of ours that it, when he's – particularly if he's bitching at the Steelers, his face turns uh-huh. red, we swear he's going to have a heart attack. Okay. <laughs> I can imagine uh, Brian doing that now. Uh, I hope you're keeping up your cardio there, Brian, because remember, the fella in question did have a heart issue here recently. But (laughs) now, to your point, not only do I completely agree with it, I also would like to uh, inform these fine people that 
1989, the Pittsburgh Steelers played, and are you going to be ready for this, the Cleveland Browns and the Cincinnati Bengals week one and week two. Now, for all the good listenership of our of this great uh, radio station, I want to inform you, yes, boys and girls, there was a time when the Bengals and the Browns were upper echelon in the NFL, and we had black and white uh, film on it and everything. <laughs> okay. Now, with that being said, the two teams combined kicked the shit out of the Steelers, fifty-six to three, between the two teams. No, sixty-three to three. Now, with that being said, car weekend. It was the Steelers were in the playoffs. They went up to Denver and got Elway, but uh, they were there because resiliency is something that you have to experience. You can read about it. You can read about Magic Johnson going out when he was a teenager, shoveling off the basketball court so that way he could play basketball. You can read about various people doing various things. But you really have to go through certain things. And, yeah, it kind of sucks to start out that bad. You know, you have to reach inside of you and break out your inner competitor, your inner warrior, whatever you want to roll with. Or else, all you're going to do in life, when things get tough, and in that case, you save everybody some house and go sign up for welfare right after you get your diploma. If that's all you're going to be is sit on your butt because this is too hard. You know, that's a bunch of bullshit. And I agree with you. It's like, yes, this sucked. I personally blame the coaching staff when I have to, unless, of course, they happen to have these two very good teams that they play. That could very well be the case, too. I mean, just think about being the 1987 Atlanta Falcons, and you got to play the Niners twice a year. Okay? You know, what's going on? Joe Montana heyday. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, you know, and that list goes on. So, that's kind of my thought on Big D, what say you? Yeah, I agree. Because uh, you, you got to teach these kids to discipline and uh, you got to keep, teach them stamina about, you know, taking the wins for losses and stuff like that. And maybe you can do, maybe you can go get a new coaching staff. You don't know that. They can teach them how to find the fundamentals. Some people exactly. just, just getting paid. That's the problem with school. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Big T. This thing it just got me fired up because it hits close to home, too. You know, my son was on a team where they didn't want to teach him. They didn't really teach him the fundamentals. You know, I remember when I played football, and Big T, I'm sure you played football. and With a name like Big T, you got to have played football. And JJ, I'm sure you played football. When, when you played football and you practiced, you guys had hitting drills and shit. And they don't do that no more. They didn't want to do hitting drills, and they – you know, uh, some of the smaller leagues, they added an extra point for the for the for a place kick for for the extra point, or just so that they would turn around and let the kids feel like they're doing something. You know, and this is all a bunch of bullshit. They're not teaching them the fundamentals. Look at the Cleveland Browns; they lose all the damn time. You don't see them giving up and forfeiting, do you? Yeah, well, I expect them to be greatly. I'm sorry to cut you off, particularly in their. I expect the, uh, the Browns to be greatly improved because of a running back they picked up out of Georgia. Oh, uh, Chubbs. 
I expect that to be, but it's more than one guy. Yeah, we'll he, didn't, he didn't do nothing this preseason. So well, no, but it's preseason. So, yeah. And then, of course, we'll see where he is and where he is in his uh, recovery because, remember, he was about – he was on pace to totally shatter Herschel Walker's records before he got in. Yeah. And I can't think of the guy's name at the moment. It's his face. I can't think of his name. I hate that. But anyway, so we're all in agreement that they shouldn't have canceled the season, and I agree that they're not teaching fundamentals. However, like the Bible says about teaching about uh, God, fathers do that. Okay? So a lot of folks don't have fathers. So you got to improvise, and you read, and you study if you want to be good at something. Now, I did that at football, and, of course, uh, I was unable to play any organized sports because I think my mom thought I was going to play against a bitch 13 years old. <laughs> oh, boy, I still give a shit about that. But thing is, realistically, I, I quit early on that, too. I kept studying, and it was just when we, we play in gym class with a uh, flag football. I enjoyed putting guys that played on the football team on their play. <laughs> you should have went out for football. Yeah, no, I got a paranoid mother. But, uh, yeah, bad thing about being raised by a single mom. Even though my mom is a badass, she just kind of dropped the ball on this one. But, uh, <laughs> so, uh, I didn't play organized sports, so let's get that out there. But, you know, you, you're you not going to learn anything by quitting, except how yeah. to quit how to whine, and I think we have enough of that in this world okay. and in this country. Yeah. All right, Big T, you're well, up next. <laughs> I got a little story. Just a little no. story. Now, when I was in middle school, I was one of the best football players out there. Uh, but no. our team was not the, yeah, yeah. the big guy. Not with a name like Big T. <laughs> the big guy. So... But my team, uh, we had two schools that played together because my school didn't have a football field. So in the football season, played together, two schools played together. And my school, everybody quit except two guys, me and one of my friends. So you have 15 guys, 16, well, 17 guys quit on the football team. We just had enough to play with the other schools to make. So I had to, I had to play all the whole game for the last two games because of the guys quit. So they just didn't show up and quit. And it's not teaching. And I always felt that way. It's not teaching nobody a lesson you give up just because you're having a bad season. You know, you go out there to have fun. You go out there to appreciate the game. You go out there to enjoy the game. And that's why I did. I enjoyed the game, and I will always learn from that. I would never tell my kids, go out there, Dad, we're having a bad season. So what? You enjoyed yourself, right? you having fun. You know, you never know who's looking at you. So, you know, see where you can go in. Just get, exactly. You may have a bad season, but yeah. you might. Just because your team had a bad season, you were still a team. Okay? And here's the problem with sports. These people look at it like, okay, we're a team. Back then, you had to be a family. Okay? That team is your family. And... They don't, they, don't, they don't understand that. They don't acknowledge that. They don't recognize that anymore. And, you know, you're letting not just your teammates, but you're letting your brothers down. You're letting your sisters down. You're letting everybody down. That's your family, you know. And 
You're right, Big T. You never know who's going to be watching. You may have the worst season in history of high school. You might have done something that was so good that somebody that was sitting there watching said, oh, this guy has something, Mm -hmm. you know, a little rough around the edges, but might be able to, you know, teach this kid and he might have a future here, you know, so that might get acknowledged. But this is the problem for everybody, okay? This is the parents not raising their kids to, to, you know, fight through adversity and, you know, major issues that they're going to have in life. They're just going to teach them how to give up. This is the coaching problem for not teaching your kids how to stick it out and just, just you know, just deal with it. It sucks. You move on. And then yep. this is also the, the kids' fault for growing up in a world for, for paying attention and, and letting the world dictate how they're going to live their life. Okay, this, this is everybody's fault. This is from the parents all the way down to the children. Okay, and, and this is where a problem is, and, and it's a major problem throughout the world now. Um, well, I'll say through the United through, through the nation now, is everybody wants to just quit when things get hard. You know, yeah. I seen something a while back. I don't remember if I brought it, if I talked about it here on the show or not, but I seen something a while back where they're taking analog clocks out of schools and replacing them with digital because kids are getting stressed out over trying to figure out what time it is. It makes it easier for them. Now, why make things easier? You want to make it fucking harder for them so they're not sitting there dealing with this and they're not struggling. You make things so easy when they grow up and they have jobs, they're not going to know how to do shit because they didn't learn nothing. Yeah, well, that's when they're just going to be screwed. But the, the good news is, I like to think, as maybe my aggressive optimism, that it's only a small percentage of the youngins that are so stressed and so whiny and, and just so get put on your big boy pants or your big girl panties and just, you know, it's time to John Wayne and man up. Fuckers, I'll tell you what. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just I just don't get it, man. I really don't. I don't understand how people are raised like this. If my son qu- tried to quit the football team because of this, I'd I'd probably smack him upside the head. Because Good point. you cannot just give up. Because what's that gonna tell oh well you know what, Big T, here's what I'm going to do. When I go to work, when I go back to work, because you know I'm on vacation this week. When I go back to work, if things start to get hard, I'm going to quit. And the next okay. day, because I work third your, shift. Not pay your bills. Right, right, please, if you wouldn't mind. Yes, that'd be great. And then, because, uh, <laughs> you know, I just don't feel like doing it. And then, yeah. you know, the next morning, because I do work third shift, I'll just go ahead and I'll go down and file for Social Security and and food stamps, hell, I mean, I might even try and file for disability just because, I mean, hey, you know, I don't want to do things yeah. when they get hard. So, that sh- yeah. I mean, that's seriously what it's coming to, is everybody just wants to be so quick to just give up. And that's the problem yeah. with the work ethic in this country anymore, and that's why, you know, like where I work, we have a hell of a time keeping people because nobody wants to actually work. You know, where I work, it's hot, it's dirty, it stinks. I work in a rubber extrusion factory, but you know what? It's a, it's a job. It pays my bills, you know, so it, it provides for my family. 
So I stick it out, and I do it, and I like it. I have fun with it. That's the thing. You've got to make the best out of anything. This right here is yeah. a learning experience. These kids should not be allowed to play football anymore. They want to walk around, they walk away from football, fine. Give them some ballet slippers. But we can't even do that because we can't even do that because we've heard it from a lot of NFL players. Uh, Lynn Swan, I think it was one of them that, you know, was a ballet dancer. Yep. Ballet is harder than football is. Ballet is a very hard thing to do. And, you know, some of the greatest, some of the greatest NFL players of all time were actually did ballet because this shit makes them limber and, and flexible and, and agile. And so, honestly, I mean, what do we give these guys? A, a package of Pampers and a bottle? Here's your juice box. It's time for a nap. Grow the fuck up. You're in high school. You're about to fucking be on your own. Yeah. What are they going to do when they go to college? And college don't fucking put up with that. And they're like, well, you didn't pass your, you know, you didn't give us your, your, uh, you didn't give us your stuff. So, you know, you didn't, you, you're not getting that grade. You got a zero, buddy. You know, then you're going to, what, drop out of high school, go drop out of college because your professor wasn't nice to you? Yeah. These guys are literally yeah. being set up for failure from day one. Hmm. Yep. Well, I don't know if they're being set up for failure, but they're buying into it. And obviously, parents are not paying attention, which is one thing I love about my queen, is she pays attention, and she gets in people's face when on things. And that is probably another, you know, parenting issue. And, of course, when you don't have two parents, that makes things a little rougher. But... Parents got to step up and not just let, you know, leave the indoctrination, as certain people call it, in the school system go. It's like, no. Like, James Harrison told a story about his kids, his boys got a participation trophy. <laughs> now, we all know what James Harrison looks like. Can you imagine being their coach? You could be home. But you look out the window, you see James Harrison glaring and walking up the porch. Okay? I don't know about you, but most people I know are going to go run and hide in the bathroom, grab every gun in the house, <laughs> and he comes in, we're going to kill him. <laughs> well, you know, he's not, but, you know, there's also no James Harrison. He knocked on the door, nobody answered, so he left the, the trophies right there on the porch and left a note. <laughs> so... Say what you want to about James Harrison, this, that, and the other, but, and I don't even know if the story is true, but I'm going to assume that it is. And that just says a lot about what we need to do with these participation trophies. I mean, it's nice to know that, okay, yeah, you participated in this at a certain age, yada, yada, but, you know, how about this? We just go with a little plaque that costs half as much, and, yep. Yeah, you were participated, but, you know, you didn't win this time around. Okay? It takes there, – there's no I spelled in teamwork. If you make your A right, you can pencil one in. But the well, gentlemen, is, it makes it sense. Makes it, it makes sense because this, this high school is over in California, so. Well, we can't but let gentlemen, the little liberals get their butt hurt, now, we, can we? Would you like to join me in a little... Hey, Big T. Big T. It's time, yes, buddy. It is time for some fuckery 
on your morning cup of sport. We got to do it. Would you guys like to join me in making a phone call to the Hillsburg High School to find out why in the fuck they let their kids just quit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I think they'll probably hang us hang up on us rather quickly. I'm sure you're not the only radio talk show that come up with that. But and oh, I would no, like, I, like to see what hear what the people of the community say. I like to get. Well, oh, and, and that's that's one of the things I want to look at too. But you want them, uh, you know, I, I would like to know why this is this is uh, why they're not being in why the discipline and the fundamentals are not being instilled to where these kids are just okay to just quit. So I think we should call. I think it would be a good thing to do because we need to have some light shine on this situation right here because this is unacceptable. Oh, go, go, brother, go. All right, well, uh, since we're not going to be able to have all three of us yakking, you want to take point on this? Oh, that, that's fine by me, unless unless Big T would like to do this, because Big T cracks me up when he does this shit. <laughs> Why <Watch out, laughs> <TV. laughs> yeah. uh, But that's okay. We, uh, we can do this. I'm, I'm actually, I'm, before I hit the call button, I've got the number up here. I've got the number dialed. I just haven't hit my little button yet. I'm actually trying to find the name of the football coach. I'm trying to find They should have a website, out. assuming that it's the same one from last year. They're going to have pictures or something. Uh, give well, me a that's, minute. That's what, I'm, I'm, that's what I've been looking up. I've been bouncing around a couple different things here. Okay, I got it. I got it. Let's go. Uh, what's the name of the high school? Heldsburg. H-E-L-D-S. H-E-A-L-D-S. Heldsburg High School, this is Cindy speaking. Uh, yes, ma'am. Hi, my name is Brian Evans. I'm actually the uh, host of a Morning Cup of Sports uh, talk show, and we were wanting to know if we could co- talk to uh, Coach Dave Stein. Um, I don't believe he's in yet at the moment. I can give you his voicemail if you'd like to leave him a message with details. Perhaps he can um, call you. That would be great. We'd appreciate that. Sure. One moment, please. Oh, today. The person at 235 is currently unavailable. Hi, yes, my name is Brian. I am uh, one of the hosts of your Morning Cup of Sports talk show on RadioAFS.com. And uh, we were actually want to know if we could have a time to speak with you. Uh, if you could, uh, we, we are live every day, uh, pretty much Tuesday through Friday, 9.30 a.m. on the East Coast. And that would be 6.30 a.m. on your side. 
And uh, if you could give us a call back and we could talk a little bit about this previous season, we'd greatly appreciate it. Phone number you can reach us at is uh, 646-668-8467. Thank you. Bye. All right. So, JJ, you said you got an email. Yeah. You definitely have to shoot that message over so we can get that email. I'm going to email the guy. We've got to make sure we get this guy on here. We've got to find out what is going on. We've got to figure out what the problem is and why we are not instilling this type of discipline into the kids because, I'm sorry, but a whole football team quitting tells me that the coach is not doing his job, and if the coach is doing his job, then the parents ain't doing their job. Somebody in the, the whole circle is failing these kids. Agreed. Right. <laughs> right. Bullshit. I am posting it on to the Morning Cup of Sp- uh, Sports page now. As soon as I get it to come up, I got there. We go. I don't want to send a message. I want to post this shit. <laughs> Most definitely post it. Post it. And for all of you out there listening, please grab that email. Send them one. Let them know what we think. Be polite about it. We'll get him on the ship. Maybe. We- Try and get him on the show. Maybe we can talk and see what happened. See where we failed as adults in teaching our youth how to grow up. Because, you know, I understand that you're born, you're in diapers. And when you get older, you go back to diapers. But they don't need to wear diapers in between those age groups, okay? We need to make sure that we teach these kids. Because this is the generation that will be taking care of us one day. Big T... Man, these are the generation that's going to be wiping that crispy ass and wondering why you've got a spider <laughs> tattoo there. You know, I mean, this, yeah, this but- is the generation that's going to be doing everything for us when we get old and we're about to die. You know, we can't teach yeah. these guys failure. Otherwise, they're not going to do it. They're like, well, I don't want to do it, and I don't have to do it because they said I didn't have to do it when I was younger. You know, we don't need that. We need these kids to actually understand and struggle and fight for what they want. Because if we don't do that now, then we are going to we're we're gonna destroy we're destroying our lives by doing this, by allowing these kids to believe that everything's okay, it'll be all right. Have your here's your safe go to your safe space and and suck your thumb. It, we we can't do that. Yeah. That's true, but at the same time, I'm not worried about them wiping my ass. They need to be wiping your ass about those about your tattoo. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll yeah. let you believe yeah. that. That'll be your little secret, Big <laughs> T. But, <laughs> gentlemen, I want to thank you guys for coming on the show today. Uh, I want to thank all you guys for listening and tuning in today. I, we had a little hiccup in the beginning, um, so nine times out of ten, we probably didn't have many listeners, if any, today. Um, it was a late start. We had to recreate the show, but we'll definitely get this link shared out. Gentlemen, I, I would appreciate it. Go to the page, share the page. If you guys haven't checked us out, do so. Morning Cup of Sports on Facebook and Twitter. Give us a like. Give us a share. We are live. We need to start doing our Monday mornings. We're supposed to be live Monday through Friday, 6.30 on the West Coast, 9.30 a.m. on the East Coast. Man, it's been fun been real we've had some vent sessions we got to get a hold of this coach we got to find out what's going on because our kids are not being taught right our kids are being just just neglected and we got to do it but we had a lot of fun 
We had a few callers. It was also great to hear from Nick and Jeff. So, gentlemen, I want to thank you guys for calling in. And uh, that's it, man. Till tomorrow. All right. Till tomorrow. All right. Y'all have have a good good one. And we will see you guys back here tomorrow morning. And uh, we are out. All right. Later.